not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Welcome to the podcast for moms, not all heroes wear capes with your hosts, Betsy Pendergrass and Tina Smith. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious talks, and occasional tears as we share with you funny stories and serious chats on all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to the podcast this week. I am Tina. I'm here with Betsy. And we're, we're going to step into some deep waters today. We're going to talk about <laughs> division. Oh, word. Ooh, and Man. there's a lot of division right now. Am I right? And don't talk, don't stop now. Do not click pause on the podcast. No, because we're going to stay we're, with us. We're going to try our best to give you some uh, direction as we're walking in this very divisive environment that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's hard, but God has called us. Um, Betsy and I were just talking about this. God has called us to a higher standard as believers, a much higher standard. And if you're a truly a believer, we're going to have to step up to the plate. It's time. And to we've step got up to this. The plate. We do. We can do it. Yeah. You were just saying, God would not have commanded us to do this if we didn't have everything we needed to do it. Absolutely. He doesn't do that with us. He doesn't play those games where he says, here, you have to do this. And then he sits back with his arms folded and says, let me watch you fail. That's not what he does. No. He says, I'm calling you to this and I'm going to give you everything you need to be successful in it. You just have to walk with me. You have to be obedient to me. Well, I I wonder if part of the problem with division is that we have started majoring on minor things instead of majoring on the majors that we've gotten sidetracked. Yes. And the truth of the matter is we just have got to keep our eyes on the Lord. (laughs) We do. It's about focus, but not only have we started majoring on minors as believers, we are also trying to play the Holy Spirit in other people's lives. Stop. That is so true. <laughs> it is so true. And and that's control and manipulation. And, and you, let ha- me just tell you, you do not want to partner with control and manipulation. You do, do not. No, because what happens when we start playing Holy Spirit in my husband's life, in my children's lives, in my friends' lives, in those, in the, in people in the church's lives, when we start playing Holy Spirit, we stand smack dab in the way of the Holy Spirit working in those people's lives. And we stand in the way of the Holy Spirit working in our personal lives. We, We can't do that. No. And, and there's this fine line that we walk as believers. We, we do not want our voice to be stolen. No, because that is what the world would like to do is still our voice. Well, and it is. We had that conversation earlier today. Yes, that's that's one thing. But the other part of this is what Tina is saying right now about trying to play the Holy Spirit's role. I mean, I've gotten to a place where I have started 
waiting to see if someone is actually wanting input or not. Yes. Because somebody, somebody even called me on something the other day and said, well, did you say blah, blah, blah? And I looked at her. (laughs) No, because that person was not looking for input from me. Right. They were wanting to say what they were thinking. They weren't wanting to know what I thought about it. And so I feel like in this world, it's like, we've got to say it. We've got to say it. Maybe if God says so, (laughs) that's right. If if he says so, then absolutely don't be quiet until you've said it. But otherwise you might want to evaluate, is this conversation I'm in, am I supposed to be trying to help? Are they wanting my help? I've actually asked that question and especially of my kids or my husband and, you know, they'll be telling me something and I will say, do you want to know what I think about this? Are you asking me? Or do you want me, are you just wanting me to listen to what you have to say? And they will tell me, no, I'm just calling because I need to download or yeah, I do want to hear what, what do you have to say about that and invite that in? Because I think sometimes, especially for me, I have a mouth gift and I'm so quick to jump in with my opinion about something (laughs) or I might be right about something, but do I want to be right? Or do I want to have a relationship with somebody? Because I have to sometimes die to the right to be right because it will destroy a relationship I have with somebody because I just want to be right. Well, and you know, I look at my husband and he has freedom in that area and I want to live in the freedom that he has in it. And that is he can know where he stands on something and he doesn't have to say one word about it. And he is totally fine. And it doesn't matter to him if somebody thinks he's as wrong as wrong can be. He is totally secure in where he is. And I think that a lot of times we are in situations where we're like, but they just need to know. It's my job to tell them. Like we're self-appointed Holy Spirit police or something. No. And, and you know what? Can I just go down the social media road for a second? Oh, you are word. not going to change anybody's opinion on social no. media. All you're doing is what the word says is casting pearl amongst the swine, because what do they do? They turn around and tear you up with your words. We need to just jump off of it for a while. Like, can we just post happy stuff? Can we just post yeah. happy stuff on our social? Isn't that what that was supposed to be about in the first place? Well, and you know, Tina, a ministry I've admired in some ways is this uh, Young Life ministry. And one of the things they talk about is earning the right to be heard by high school kids. That's right. And so the point is, I love this part of their ministry. They develop relationship with high school kids Mm -hmm. until the point where the kids want to know why they're different and they begin to ask questions and they do ask questions. They do. And, And so in light of that, I just wonder if we could concentrate more on the relationship, like you're saying, Mm -hmm. the relationships that we have so that if there is an opportunity where somebody goes, well, hey, what do you think about this? Or where are you on this? Then that's an invitation to enter in because somebody is wanting to dialogue about it instead of let's go on Facebook and vomit all of our thoughts about politics because there's little or no actual personal relationship investment. Well, we get to hide behind our screens. Yes. Right. And, and then what happens is, 
is we we light a fire under a pot and then we walk away while it boils over. Oh, what wow, good that's is right. that? You know, what good is that? We're not going to change people's minds. The only, no. the only one who can change somebody's mind is the Holy Spirit. Yes. We're in end times. Yes. We're in tough times. We're in the end times. Like this, where we're at in the environment we're at, the whole, the whole Bible talks about this. And this is the direction we're headed in. But the disciples are like, well, what do we do? What do we do? You know, you're supposed to come back. And when you come back and Jesus says, just be about my father's business, be about the father's business. And the father's business is to go make disciples of all nations. Yeah. Right. And, and as we make disciples and as people come to know Jesus, Jesus is going to change their minds, but we want to get ahead of Jesus. (laughs) jump right over to I'm going to change your mind when it's not my job to change people's minds. Well, and, and he tells us himself in his last days on the earth in a prayer for us, he talks about, um, he's praying for the believers that will come through the disciples ministries. And that's you and me. Right. And, and his point is, he says, may May they be one as we are one. I'm in them and you're in me. Talking about the Father. May they be made completely one so that the world will know that you have sent me. And what he's saying is, it is possible Mm -hmm. for us as believers to come together in unity. And what happens when we are unified in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Now, let me say that does not mean that doctrinally we agree about everything because that's impossible. It's impossible. We're not going to all agree, mm-hmm. but if we can come together in unity in Christ as believers, then what will happen is the world will know that Jesus has sent us and they've got the father sent Jesus here. That's right. So we're going to reflect <clears throat> Jesus. We're going to represent Jesus mm-hmm. to the world. Mm-hmm by our unity. It's that important. It is that important. And as a believer, personally, taking that down from a group of us to me personally, I have to do whatever I can. And I'm going to read this out of Hebrews chapter 12. It says, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees, make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. And then it goes on to say, make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy without holiness. No one will see the Lord see to it that no one misses the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Oh my goodness. Bitter root. A bitter root, a bitter root, unforgiveness. Yeah. We get so angry with each other because, well, you're going to vote for that person. Well, I'm going to vote for that person. And if you vote for that person, then I can't be your friend. And it's like, it's ridiculous. We have now gotten our faith. We've gotten our focus off of Jesus Christ and on what's going on around us. It doesn't matter to me who you vote for. That doesn't determine whether I love you unconditionally or not. No, it doesn't say... I will love them unconditionally if they vote Republican, love them unconditionally if they vote Democrat. No, (laughs) no, that's not what it says. That's what divides us. And what happens when what you just said, what happens is we judge each other. Right. 
And so when I'm judging you, then I put myself in the position that only the father in heaven, who is the judge is supposed to be. Yep. And, and what God is wanting to do in their life gets stifled because I'm up in the way. That's right. Exactly. And, and here's the thing. I am the one at the end of the day that has to stand before God with clean hands and a clear conscience. If I, that's on me. At the end of the day, it's on me to stand before God with clean hands and a clear conscience. That doesn't mean I have to agree with everything everybody says at all. And there's going to be people who don't like me. Yes. And that's on them. That's not on me. If I've done everything I can to live at peace with them, but am I doing everything I can to live at peace with those around me? And especially my brothers and sisters in Christ. Because this is where the division comes. The enemy wants to divide us. He wants to divide and conquer. And we have to stand together. We have to stand unified and love one another because that's what makes us different. But, and y'all, if, I mean, if I can encourage you to do anything is to be quick to forgive each other. Yes. I mean, if, if there's a spot in your heart that gets pressed on Take it before the Lord and say, Lord, what is that that's being pressed on? And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how many times this has happened to me and it has absolutely nothing to do with the person who's pressing on it. But I think it does because I'm not taking the time to bring it before the Lord. And so if you'll, if you will just see what's being stirred up in your heart and ask the father to help you Mm -hmm. navigate that well and get that healed, it, it can make all the difference in the world. It can. And we have family members that we are not going to agree with. No. And they're not going to want to hear our opinion. Nope. And they might, you know, they might be those people that want us to hear theirs. It doesn't mean you have to speak into it. Oh my goodness. You know what else? Hmm. I don't know if y'all have this struggle or not, but I've had this problem in my life. Uh, things aren't going so well and I don't agree with somebody. So I want to commiserate with somebody who's going to agree with me how wrong that other person is. Mm. Yeah. I want to find somebody who'll validate my judgment Mm. of the other person. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to have, how many times do we go back to this? (laughs) All the time. (laughs) You have got to have friends and mentors who mm-hmm. are willing to say the hard things to you that yes. that are they're willing to say that's probably not a good thing for us to talk about or what's going on with you right. in this like what's right. what's the thing that's being pressed on here um mm-hmm. in your heart and let's talk about that mm-hmm. instead of raking this person over the coals right because that's not right that's not living you know that's just getting somebody to tickle your ears and that's not what we're supposed to do as believers no you and know? it doesn't lead to unity it leads to division it does. It does so much when we're over here commiserating or gossiping or did you know, or did you see yep. or, and all that stuff, all it does is add to the problem. It says, and, and I want to tell you, if this has been a struggle with you, we get it. Yeah, we, we do. understand. And mm-hmm. it, it isn't easy, but this is doable. This is very it is doable. doable. It is doable. And, and, and just speaks, just pursue the father's heart. <laughs> yes. 
there's just some things that don't need to be talked about. Yeah. And I think this is one of them. We're in a season where there's just some things we just don't need to be talking about. They're personal between me and, and God and how I have to walk in it. And if it's going to cause strife when you get together over the holidays, don't bring it up. Yeah. And there's and that I, verse about division between brothers, what that he abhors that. Yes. And so give yourself a, you know, a 10 second Holy Spirit filter. If you go mm-hmm. to pick that phone up and dial that number, cause you're so <laughs> mad. Uh-huh. Or if you're trying to get that person sequestered to a private place, so you can <laughs> back and forth, <laughs> like if, go take it to the Lord and go, God, why, what, am, what's the point of this? Why am I concentrating on this? Is this, what's the fruit going to be from this conversation? Right. And a lot of times I want to tell you when I do that, the Lord will say, talk to me about this. Yeah. He'll invite me into mm-hmm. a sweet conversation with him. And I come out of that with actual fruit of the spirit. Right. And there's going to be people that are going to bring up the conversation and that's, yeah. it's going to, be all you can do to not say anything. Yeah. But, oh, that's interesting. And totally squelch it. Yeah. But it's up to us. We have to be the bigger person in this. We have to follow Jesus in this. He has raised the bar really high for us as believers. And that's where we need, that's where we need to stand. And he says, if we need wisdom, we just have to ask him for it. So if this is an area where you want to grow, ask him for wisdom. Yes. Ask him when you're going into, into family things. If you know it's a place of division, ask him to go with you, to silence the voice of the enemy, and to make his voice be even louder. The only one that you hear when right. you're and in you know those what? situations. At the end of the day, Betsy, there's going to be situations where you're going to have to set some healthy boundaries. Yeah. Yes. And we did a whole thing on boundaries. We did a whole, <laughs> we did a whole podcast on boundaries and this, you know, so you might get to that place in the situation, but at the end of the day, we need to stand before God with clean hands and a clear conscience. Do you want to pray us out? I do. Lord, I just thank you for these women today. I thank you that they're pursuing your heart and that they want to represent you well to the ones around them, especially their family. And Lord, we pray for wisdom, lots of wisdom. We pray for lots of grace. We pray that you would give us eyes to see the ones around us the way that you see them. And we especially pray that you would help us to stay focused on you and major on those things that are major to you, that we'd be willing to set aside the things that are minor things, that we wouldn't get caught up in those and that you would give us a Holy Spirit filter um, for the words that we say and even the thoughts that we think. It's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. your time is and we are so thankful you chose to spend some of it with us today we hope you've been encouraged you can find betsy at gatheringaround.com and tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org enjoy your day and we will see you again next